things have changed a lot in the last couple of years, right? And I think one thing that's going to have to change too, not just the way that we treat women when we're adults, but the way we treat women when we're kids. Yeah. So there we got a listener of the podcast who's a five-year-old son just got rejected for the first time. His very first heartbreak, which is terrible. But the way that she reacted, how do you handle this in 2021? Let's get into the show today. Come on. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. It's a feel-good podcast I do with my mom every day. We're almost at a one-year milestone on Thursday, which is crazy. I'm glad you're here. Hopefully today's going good for you. Uh, Three principles. We live, we laugh, we love my mom. That is my co-host. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I want to start today on Reddit. Do you ever go on Reddit, by the way? I do. What do you do on Reddit? I was reading horror stories of weddings on Reddit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not too long ago, as a matter oh, of boy. fact. Yeah. Maybe stay away from those. <laughs> That's the most recent one I read. Like, is everybody you... going through this or <laughs> yeah, is it is that you posting or is that you us? reading? No, no, I was just reading what everybody else yeah. was doing. <laughs> Listen to this story that I read today. There's a section on there called Am I an A-hole? Oh. Yeah. Um, and this dad and his uh, basically this dad wanted to teach his son a lesson. Him and his wife now are trying to, are in an argument because they're debating if this was the right thing to do or not. So the son is constantly leaving his bike out at night, okay, like outside in the garage. Uh-huh. And he's like, hey, put it in the garage or it's going to get stolen. Put it in the garage or it's going to get stolen. But it keeps happening time and time again, right? Mm-hmm. So one morning before work, the dad finds out that it's outside and he was like, I'm going to try to prove or like teach him a lesson, right? Uh-huh. So he puts the bike in his car and he leaves. Uh-huh. And so then the son wakes up. I don't know how the old son is. The son is nine. Okay. Uh, so the, uh, the son calls him when he wakes up, he's like, dad, like, Oh my God, my bike got stolen. And he's asking if he see the, if he, uh, if he's seen the bike anywhere. And the dad's like, no, I haven't seen it. I have no idea. But he's like, don't worry. Like we'll, we'll get a plan together to, put together a plan for you to uh, to get another bike, to, to earn another bike, right? The chores and whatever. So um, when he gets home, though, he pretended like he found this bike abandoned over at the playground. Oh. And the dad told the son that he wouldn't always be so lucky, so he better, you know, basically make sure that your bike gets locked up at night. Okay, there we go. The problem is, though, is that the husband didn't tell the wife he was doing this. And so she was like pissed. He put on here. He says, she looked at me as if I was some kind of monster, <laughs> horrible monster, actually. Uh, and questioned like why they would put her son through that. And the fur- their son through that. And the dad pointed out that, you know, one day that was going to be the truth, right? Uh-huh. Like that could really be the truth. So why not teach him the lesson ahead of time? Uh-huh. So people are kind of divided on Reddit of like, was that the right punishment or was that not the right punishment? Mom, thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that was pretty good, actually. I think so. <laughs> I mean, he, he didn't really lose me. his bike. He didn't lose his bike, but he thought he did. I'm so, trying to think of if the Yancey's ever put me through something like that. <laughs> I was just trying to think of that same thing because I'll bet you used to leave your bike out, too. Yeah. I don't... Mm. Uh, I'm trying to think if I ever had any kind of punishment from you guys. <laughs> the only thing I could ever remember that you did to me 
that I thought was just the, the cruelest thing you could do to a kid oh. was that uh, Christmas morning. I used to love. I'm, I'm like I'm like the king of holidays, right? I used to love Christmas. I used to love going downstairs. Just the best thing ever, right? All the presents would be out, laid out. You just like, yeah, so much fun. <laughs> and so one one Christmas, they wised up, and obviously, I don't. I just trust <laughs> that no one's going to pull any kind of tomfoolery over <laughs> on me. And they set the clocks back an hour. It was an hour or two hours. One. <laughs> yeah. So instead of it being, I think maybe the rule was six. Uh-huh. Is that what it was? Uh-huh. So instead of six, because the rule would be like, you cannot get out of bed till six o'clock. Right. We're not going down to stairs till six o'clock. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So I would be all excited. I'd be sitting there watching the clock. Mm. And then at six o'clock, I'd be like, yay. But I didn't, I mean, I'm a kid. I don't know. I don't have, a, I don't have like an iPhone or anything. I can't fact check anything as a kid. So. They set the clock back an hour. I was so oh, mad. You know you whose idea hour? that was? Who, Dad? No, Greg. Oh, my cousin. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. He stayed with I us. I mean, in hindsight, it's pretty smart. But as a kid, I feel like that's the first time I I, I like distrusted humans. I was like, oh, well, this is going to be a long road ahead of me of distrust. Because obviously, if you guys are willing to do this, Lord knows what else you'll do to me. Yeah, he was there that Christmas. And we had been up till like, I don't know, 2 o'clock in the morning. He said... He said, oh, I know what we could do. I said, oh, my God, that's a great idea. And you were so mad. Oh, you were so mad. I don't know when and how you figured that out. Because I I, I saw the clock in the – I still remember this moment. I saw the clock in the kitchen, (laughs) and I was like, what the hell? That one says seven. Mine says six. Like, what kind of what kind of magic is this? What kind of witchcraft is going on here? Yeah, I think – And then you told me, and I was like, what? I think Greg was sleeping in your room, wasn't he? Maybe. I mean, it was a good move. Yeah, it was a good move. Beds. Don't get me I wrong. I think he was. Yeah, it was a good move. You know what? I've, I've got another childhood memory, and tell me if this is true, because I see it so vividly in my head. You know, there's some things you just remember from childhood, and you're not sure uh-huh. if they're even true anymore. Yes. For some reason, I can see myself when I was maybe two or three years old. I don't even know if you remember this or not. Okay. But if I if my memory serves me right, and I think about this all the time, if my memory serves me right, um, I was in the, um, I was in like I was at the top of the stairs over in the Williamsport house, right? Uh-huh. And I was in my Halloween costumes, Halloween, and I remember pooping my pants. Oh. <laughs> in my Halloween costume, and I don't know why I have this memory that is so vivid to me. But like I remember, it was like in a pumpkin, like onesie or something oh. that lit up. Oh yeah. And I pooped in my pants and I was so embarrassed because this is any, now I don't know if I'm putting pictures together and memories and like, what uh-huh. do you remember anything like this? Oh, no, not really. I mean, I, I guess when you're two, you can poop in your pants, right? Like exactly. when you stop pooping in your pants. Yeah, exactly. I, I just, I vividly remember this moment and like, I just, I can see myself sitting at the top of those stairs and like pooping in my pants. And I, I just don't know. <laughs> and maybe I don't know. I don't know why. Like, I don't remember like too many things in childhood, but that's definitely one of those moments where I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I hope we got it cleaned up. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Yeah, Lord. I'm sure we did. Yeah, I hope so. I don't. I don't. I don't remember. I remember that another random memory. Anybody else have like random yeah. memories in childhood that like just really have no? I think there's some trauma stuff that can happen as a child you'll never forget, yeah. right? Um, like I remember when you guys told me you were getting separated, like all that stuff's very clear in my head. Yeah. Right. Um, like when Dada, our great grandma died, I remember that, like all that is understandable. But I remember one time I dumped glitter 
on the floor in my bedroom oh, and granny was coming over. My grandma was coming over <laughs> and I just remember being like so distraught that I had done that. It was the springtime. Cause I remember the air was crisp. Oh, <laughs> I, <don't my> <laughs> I, I swear. <laughs> I don't know why. I just remember like dumping the glitter. Oh, God. And I don't remember anything else about it. But I, I, rem- I, va- I like vividly remember that moment being like, Oh my God, there's glitter all over the ground. Oh. Now, now what am I going to do? Like, Granny's coming over. Oh, this is terrible. I don't remember that. That's so funny you would <sighs> say that, though, about the Williamsport house, because today I was thinking about the time that we were all gone somewhere. We, we hadn't been in that house very long. And Pete and Jack came over to visit, you know, say some Papa Frank. And yeah. she had a key to our house. And she took him in our house to show him our house. And my house was a wreck. <laughs> I mean, it was a tea total wreck and i was so horrified that she had taken them in and she even said well yeah i was kind of surprised it doesn't normally look that way i'm like oh my god that makes me wonder too we're getting way sidetracked this has nothing to do with the dad and bike anymore but (laughs) that almost makes me wonder how many people listening right now you'd be okay with somebody walking in your house unannounced Mm -hmm. like do you keep your house so clean you're not home yeah, like if somebody just walked into your, like walked into your house when you're at work today, mm-hmm. is your house? Do you keep your house clean enough <laughs> to not have to worry about if a stranger or, or even somebody maybe not even a stranger, but somebody you know walk in? <laughs> like I even feel weird when the maintenance people have to come up and work on something in my in my condo. <laughs> yeah. If it's not like super clean, I'm like I, I don't. First of all, I don't see these people. Right. Like, I'm, I'm like, oh my god, people are gonna know I'm so messy. Like now what? <laughs> I know. Oh my uh, God. No, like how, how I do not like I? that. I don't think she ever did that again. <laughs> no, I hope not. Yeah, that's bad. That's really bad. Uh, my mom made a pretty profound statement Ooh. before we started the podcast. And we're going to get a little more serious here for a second because you said that you feel like God saved your life today. Oh, yeah. This is the second time this kind of thing has happened to me. I was um, turning left onto Highway 400. And there are three lanes of traffic there, and I was the first in line. And I'm always more cautious when I'm the first about watching, you know, to be sure people stop at the light. Well, today, I got through the first two lanes, and I just happened to look over to notice that the outside lane was open. And I'm not kidding you, the second I glanced over there, a huge truck came flying through there at probably 50 miles an hour. Oh, my God. There would have been no way. I mean, by now, I am already in the second of three lanes, right? Right. I put my foot on the brake. I mean, I didn't have to come to a screeching halt because, obviously, I just started going. But it took my breath away. And and after I got on the highway, I thought, oh, my God, I would have never known what hit me. Right. And the same thing happened to me out here one day. You know, a a big truck ran through the intersection after the light had been green. So wait, with this this truck, so you're talking like like a like an eighteen wheeler. Yeah. So the the light was red. So you actually you had the right of way. Yes. My arrow to go was green. Wow. Jeez. Oh, so just a word to the wise. You know, if you're the first one in that line and you're turning left. Make sure everyone is stopped because that's the second time that has happened to me. And I I just know that both those times I came so close to death 
I mean, the woman that was behind me passed me on 400 and she just like wiped her hand across her brow, you know, when she saw me yeah. and like, wow, that was so close and so that scary. That makes me nervous. Oh. Just because like when, when <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not saying that you here did we anything wrong. You're going to take my license away. <laughs> I mean, it just <laughs> makes me nervous though. Like at some point I'm huh? going to have to, like, I don't like you on the road. Well, like, I wasn't I really just, doing anything wrong. Well, I I I believe you, but your reflexes aren't going to be as quick one day. And then Jim, now he's like, I know I can drive fast because my reflexes are really good, (laughs) but yours aren't so much. (laughs) Oh, jeez! No, I'll take both your licenses away. I don't care. Oh my god, I wish you would take his away. I hate riding with him so much. He he is, yeah, he's he's a lot worse. but seriously, like, do you, like, when do you have to stop driving? Like, I know you're not that old, but like, <laughs> the day's going to come when it's just not going to be a thing anymore, yeah, right? Like, I guess when you just don't and it's not too terribly far away. It. I mean, it's closer. You're closer than I am at this well, point. Well, that's for sure. So, I mean, are I you going to, are you going to listen to me when I say it's time? I don't know. <laughs> it depends on if I agree or not. <laughs> I mean, Joel just stopped driving at what eighty-eight, I think. That's uh, our preacher. My yeah. mom is uh, so sweet. Still, still close with. No, you're not. You're not driving to eighty-eight. That's not possible. I'll give you till seventy-five, and then we'll assess 75? it at that point. Yeah, we'll assess at uh, seventy-five. You're gonna. I won't say a word till seventy-five. But you keep saying all these near-death experiences. Like, just I mean, that's your version of the story. Yeah. I hope that that's true. I hope that you literally did have an arrow, and I hope that yes, you know I that, did. that truck. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I I'm did. Take your word for it. I, had I wasn't an arrow. there. But. All I right. Was, I was I just, fine. I'm gonna be pissed if something like that. If that's how you die, I'm gonna be pissed. Oh god! Like I'm gonna be so upset if it's some accident so like that. Tragic. Just, yeah, like that's those are the worst kind. So you know, tragic. Yeah, you're gonna die at 150. Oh, and you're gonna be oh, peaceful boy. in your sleep. Oh boy, I'll be a <laughs> lot of fun. I'll be a lot of fun then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll be driving. That's for sure. I'll be driving. Uh, okay, let's go ahead and get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay. Ooh, caught me off guard. I know. <laughs> same time know, every day. Same time. I know. Okay. This <laughs> flow never changes. <laughs> Commercials are next, so get ready. I was into my driving story. Yeah, okay. Princess Diana, carry out a random act of kindness with no expectation of reward, safe in the knowledge that one day someone might do the same for you. Hmm. That's so good. I love doing that. Yeah. I love like yeah. paying for groceries for people or buying the food of the person behind me in the line. That hasn't, hasn't happened in a, in a while because I don't go through takeout lines anymore. But <laughs> All right. Um, a little different. Yeah. Well, that's what I miss. Right. You know, I really miss when, when we were in San Diego. We did this project called Make Happiness Happen, which was basically just doing random acts. Not random acts of kindness. People would write in and say, my friend's going through a hard time or can you help us with this project or whatever. And we would just use the radio power to, you know, to get things done. Yes. Um, with that said, it was uh, it was a really special uh, special things that we can't quite do it here yet because we just don't have the excuse me the manpower to get it done. Yes. Um, little 
a little tight, a little tight yeah. right now on the uh, on the staffing. Yeah. Um, but I am, uh, yeah. Any kind of those things feel really good, you know. Anything you can do just to make somebody hmm. feel better, or you know, and it's just little things like offer, yeah. uh, like open a door, right? Yeah, totally. I mean, the other day at Publix, this was hysterical. Actually, the other day at Publix, I was feeling so happy and. I was Why? I was just walking through the parking lot. I don't know. I was having a really good day, and this guy passed me. And for some reason, I thought that he worked at Publix. And I just said, "Hi, how are you?" <laughs> and, and he looked at me and he said, "I'm good, Mama. How are you?" Like he thought I was trying to pick him up. I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh my god! And then I just how old was he? Oh, maybe twenty five. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> He's like, who is this? Who is this dirty old woman? Like, in the world. He me, Mama. Wow. Yeah. It puts you in your place. Makes you realize the age difference was a bit extreme. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes your good deeds go bad. You know. You gotta, gotta be careful on that, man. I don't know. See, this is why you take away your driver's no. license. This is what I'm telling you. Like, so I can't go to Publix and hit on yeah, 25 year olds in the parking lot. Right. Oh, God. Yeah. Lord knows what would have happened. I don't know. It's, oh, it's weird in Georgia, though. I, I uh, Every time I go back, I get kind of freaked out because everybody says hi to everybody. Oh, yeah. I'm just like not used to it. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. somebody. It's, I was used to it when I lived there and then I left. And then, like, it's just so. It's so foreign to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like people say hi to me. I'm like, do I know you? Like, <laughs> right. do we know each other? Because exactly. in every other state, I feel like you don't do that. Maybe that's like a very Southern thing to do, you know? Do, they, like, do you not do that in Baltimore? People don't say no. hello to each other? No, you'll get shot out of here. You don't talk to nobody oh. out here. You just mind your business. No. No. Oh, gosh. Um, no, you just, no. I mean, I don't know. I'll say it's, it's, it's kind of, Baltimore's weird because it's like, it's truly a hybrid of North and South. Mm. Like, we're like right here, you know, right in the, in the middle of North and South. Yes. And so there's definitely some friendly Southern culture, but then there's definitely still some like Northern, um, you know, aggression, if you will, uh-huh. uh, attitude, yes. if you will. Yes. Just, just mixed together. So it's a, it's different. It's different. Mm. It just depends on the person and who you're talking to. Mm. But uh, overall I'd say it's, it's a pretty friendly place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, every time I go back to Georgia, I'm like, I'm, I'm, everyone's saying hi to me. It's so bizarre. <laughs> it just takes, it just, it's like, and I don't say hi to anybody, you know, I just don't. Oh, you like, should try I, it. I just don't, I don't know them. Yeah, you know, well. I just don't. But I remember when I first went from uh, first time I, I was my high school girlfriend went up to NYU, and I remember that transition of going. It's the first time I've ever been to the north, mm-hmm. and so I went to New York for the first time. And I was like, "Oh wow, nobody talks to anybody, <laughs> nobody looks at anybody, <laughs> nobody." And then I kind of once I got out of the south, I realized there's only really a southern thing to do yeah. to say hi to people you don't know. Yeah. It's a very bizarre thing to do too. Yeah, so. oh, it's anyway. lovely. It's nice to talk to people. As a parent, how do you handle heartbreak when your kids get heartbroken? Like, what are you supposed to do? We've got one person that listens to our podcast whose five-year-old son had his first heartbreak this week. But she's actually wondering in 2021 fashion, what's the true way of handling this when it comes to basically a woman saying, I'm not interested. All right. Well, uh, we'll get to it here in just a couple of minutes to ask my mom on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Today, podcast is brought to you by our friends over at BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online therapy and counseling you can do from the comforts of your home. I love it. I pay for it myself. I don't, I, to be honest with you, they gave me two months for free, and I've loved it so much I've been on now for uh, forever. <laughs> um, 
I, I love it. There's something preventing you from achieving your goals possibly, or maybe you uh, need you just need something that to, to get you over the hump or something's interfering with your happiness. Better help is here to connect you with a licensed professional therapist in under 24 hours you can start communicating. I love – I mean like I know – honestly, I get paid to talk about this, but I would talk about this even if I didn't. I mean anybody that just needs to get into therapy or wants to get into therapy, it's the most – I'm going to call it non-invasive. That's not what they call it. I'm, I'm saying that. It's non-invasive type of therapy because you can literally sit in the comfort of your own home, in your bedroom, or you're at work, or you're in your car, or wherever you've got time to be, and your space, you know, your space – and you kind of have therapy on your terms. It's awesome. It's so good. So if you're dealing with depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, you got trauma, you got anger, you got family conflicts, LGBT matters they focus on, grief, self-esteem. So many people, by the way, are using BetterHelp. They're actually recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I want you to start living a happier life today. So as a listener to this podcast, 10% off by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. You can join the over 1 million people. Taking charge of their mental health. Again, it's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Kramer. Do I sound like I have a canker sore again today? No. Okay, good. Do you? I do. I do. Uh, sorry. And you know what's so funny about it is because I this has nothing to do with BetterHelp. <laughs> um, I, you know, I wasn't drinking sparkling water at all last week. I gave it up for whatever mm. this diet I'm doing. Mm. And then I drank one on Friday. And this weekend I started getting canker sore again. I mean, that's interesting. But I don't know if it has anything to do with that or not. <laughs> anyway. A lot of people actually say, and this is not a this was not a transition into the next sponsor, but it's true that it could be a vitamin deficiency, hmm. and that's the kind of thing that like you don't know, like you don't know, you're not a nutritionist, you don't know exactly what your body needs. You're just like I need vitamin C, I think. So you go and you buy some, or I need vitamin B, <laughs> and so you just go buy some on Amazon or whatever. Mm -hmm. Care of is the perfect way for you to find your perfect supplements without having to go through all the rigmarole of researching yourself or by doing a costly visit with a nutritionist. If you go to takecareof.com, uh, you can actually get a discount. Let me get the code that we use, by the way, for this is Kramer50. But um, you, you take a five-minute online quiz about your diet, your lifestyle, your health concerns, and there you go. The holistic online quiz is like getting a one-on-one -on -one consultation. Then you're going to get a personally tailored approach to your health needs, and you buy what you want. It's literally that easy. So, you know, you're a mom, you're a business owner, you're a partner, you're whatever it is. You got a lot on your plate, right? So doing things like, you know, uh, taking your vitamins, it, it's maybe not something you think about, but you need to. Like the more we take care of ourselves, if 2020 taught us anything, it's like taking care of yourself can go a long way. So I love it. I was actually extremely happy. There were things I started taking that I didn't realize I needed. And I've actually met with a nutritionist multiple times. Things for my stress and things for my sleep that I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad I know about this. So even if you're a vitamin a supplement person, like check it out. It's really cool. Uh, it is go to 50% 50, 50 off, by the way, 50% off your vitamins and your supplements. So that's a really good deal. 50% off your very first care, uh, care of order. Go to takecareof.com. Enter the code Kramer50. Take care of dot com inner code Kramer 50. All right. Ask my mom here in a couple of seconds on the show and like, yeah, what are you supposed to do? I'll tell you, it's a different time, man. Things have changed mm -hmm. and her son's dealing with his first heartbreak. Yes. But in true 2021 fashion, when it comes to, you know, respect of the opposite sex, mm -hmm. she's now not sure how to handle it. And I, I mean, even reading over this, I was like, Things have changed, man. Things, I mean, they've changed. They've changed. Mm -hmm. You can't do things the way you used to. 
So we're going to discuss this here in a couple seconds with Ask My Mom, okay? Uh, first, hi to all of our certified fans. Thank you so much for being a certified fan of our show. It is a $5 donation to do that, by the way, and we just really appreciate you. It's a super helpful way to keep this podcast going and growing. And when you when you join, we give you a whoop whoop on the podcast. And I don't care what it is. There's something so cool about hearing your name on either a radio show or a podcast or whatever sure, else. get a shout Plus out. Other yeah, other perks too you get. You get discounts in the merch store and um, exclusive stuff and some more exclusive stuff coming soon, I promise you, when I can – maybe this week. I'll get to my taxes this weekend. Dang it. Anyway, when you um, become a certified fan, seriously, thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone that does that. It really – I mean, to you, I know it's like, what, a 16 cents a day or whatever, but – to us, it's like keeping this podcast going. So if you'll just text the word FANS, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8, you can become one. It takes all of two seconds, especially if you get Apple Pay set up on your phone. It literally will take 15 seconds to do it. Uh, Mom. Yes. Give me, uh, since we, you know, we always say hi to a new certified fan. We don't have one. We go back and we say hi to another uh, one that's been here for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, people now are getting mad. You're going, you're staying too high. You're going, you're staying the 200s uh, too much now. I was just going to say that. I've been going yeah. high. Now I'm going low. Okay. Okay. 42. Certified fan number 42 is Amy P. Okay. Amy P. I think Amy, I think Amy may have come over from Jeff and Callie's podcast. She's from Alpharetta, Georgia. Okay. Not too far from my Georgia parents. girl. Uh, she is a year-long certified fan. So thank you so Wonderful. much for all that you do. And Amy, for you, here is your bonus whoop whoop. Yes. Whoop whoop to Amy in Georgia. I bet she's I, can't tell I you. bet she talks to people. <laughs> I bet she talks to strangers. <laughs> Uh, oh, excuse me. Oh. Uh, I, I have a random knife sitting in my room. I'm not sure why, like oh. kitchen knife. Oh. I'm just like, I'm just playing with it for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. I'm probably just diddling with it in the kitchen and just walked in here. <laughs> um, if you, um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, yeah. I, I get a lot of DMs being like, what's my certified fan number? I'm like, you can't know. You can't know unless we shout you out. So you just got to keep listening. Oh, yeah. You just got to keep listening. So, all right. Um, also, don't forget Thursday. Thursday's our one year anniversary of the show, which is crazy, crazy. crazy. It's one year of Certified Mama's Boy, and that's just like, mm. wow. Uh, we're trying to get to a million downloads. Honestly, I'm not going to look at it. I'm not looking at it because it will give me too much anxiety until we get there. Yeah, I'm, don't look at it. Yeah, so um, if you want to help, what we're asking you to do is refer your friends to our podcast. When you do, don't forget, Thursday. Uh, technically Wednesday is going to be your cutoff. Wednesday at like 5 Eastern is going to be your cutoff to win the $250. Every time you refer a friend, you got a chance to do it. So just uh, if you just text the word refer, R-E-F-E-R, to 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. I'll get you info on that, okay? All right, ask my mom time. This is an advice segment because sometimes you just need advice outside of your circle. And it may not be serious enough to go see a therapist. It's just some life stuff that you want to talk about. And what's what we do? We break it down. And there's probably somebody listening that's got some advice for you. And hopefully if that's you and you're like, oh my gosh, I've got some advice, you'll call in 888-Kramer8. And uh, we just kind of get your advice on the podcast too. Mom, this situation, you want to read it? Mom? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> what happened? My mute button actually worked. I was clearing my throat and I forgot to come back on. <laughs> Remember last time I did that, it didn't work. Oh, well. Okay, here I am. Ask my mom. All right. Thank you. (laughs) You do want to read? I was like, oh. (laughs) That's fine. Today's show has been going pretty smooth. Let's not do this now. 
I'm all right. What happened? <laughs> I'm struggling with this one and not sure how to tackle as a parent. I'm a single mom of two, a seven-year-old daughter and a five-year-old son. My daughter has a best friend that lives in our neighborhood, and my son has really taken a liking to her. They've all played together, and I've joked with a friend's mom about how my son is crushing on her daughter. We've joked how we have to watch out for them when they get older, but it's always been lighthearted. Well, I guess my friend's daughter isn't liking the extra attention that my son has been giving her. Nothing bad, but he does like to buy things from the store for her, gave her a flower, and has requested to leave her candies at their front door, which I think is super cute. So we just drop those off and don't think anything of it. Well, the other day, after picking up my son and daughter from school, my daughter gives my son a note that her friend wrote to him saying, I don't love you, with a big (laughs) X on it. My son instantly started crying and his little heart was broken. He was so upset that night because he said, she's beautiful and he wants to marry her. (laughs) He's so little and I know he doesn't fully understand, but a part of me is upset that this little girl did that. It seemed kind of mean to me. And now she's vocally being really mean to him in person. I am considering the flip side, if it was my daughter feeling uncomfortable by the extra attention of another little boy, I would want her to feel comfortable saying something. My question is, should I say something to the other mother about what happened? Or should I just let it go and let my little five-year-old boy know that his little heart needs to move on? I know this is a long road ahead of childhood love and heartbreak. Not Ooh. sure if you ever dealt with this with Stephen or your other children growing up and can offer words of wisdom. Aww. Oh, man, that's a challenge. I was, we were, my mom and I were just chatting for a little bit before we started recording that like childhood breakups are the worst. I think those are worse than actually adult breakups. I think some of my childhood you know, silly little relationships hurt worse than my divorce. You know, like, I know you're so it's crazy because you're so insecure and like, you're just not quite sure. And like, it's so awkward and, and it's yeah. so innocent and so sweet. I know. I know. I know. Oh, so geez. Uh, I'm sure all three of you had heartbreaks. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. I don't remember exactly how we handled them, but I think I don't think I really I don't think I really told you about many of them. I mean, I remember got fifth grade girl named Melanie Kerr. Do you remember Melanie Kerr? No. She's like my first like girlfriend. Oh. Uh I don't remember how that happened what happened, but it wasn't good. Like it hurt me. It made me sad. Oh. Uh and then I who else? Um uh, there was a girl in high school. I remember that was high school. You got a little bit better grip. I remember I was so excited to go on a date. She was I I knew her from drama, uh, but she went to a different school. And we were supposed to go. On, I was driving, so I was old enough to know better. But <laughs> she just didn't. Yeah, we were like we had plans, and then I called to make sure like to confirm, and she's never answered. Never Aww. answered. I, I didn't like. I just didn't go. I was so sad. Aww. So um, I mean, now I'm just used to it. <laughs> I'm used to the rejection. <laughs> <laughs> but then it wasn't, you know. Oh, um, but, okay, but this is here's here's what's so interesting about the story is because the, you know, I mean, a girl should have the right mm-hmm. to say I don't want this unwanted attention. Right. I mean, more so than ever. Exactly. We should make that kind of a normal thing, yes. right? So, but I mean, 
is she bullying him at this point? Mm. You know, like, is it becoming, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know. Mom thoughts. Well, I think I would definitely have a chat with a mom since they're good friends and see what her thoughts are about it. Yeah. Um, and then maybe I would just explain to my little baby that, you know, people don't always love us the same way that we love them, but it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with us. It just means mm-hmm. that that's how they feel, and we have to respect other people's feelings. Um, I don't know how you explain that to a little five-year-old, though, who's just probably going to just cry no matter what you say. Yeah. You get your first taste, and girls are mean, uh-huh. so don't get any better as you get older. That's right. That's right. Just mean, mean, mean. <laughs> Plus, it's hard. Oh, I'm boy. sorry. Yeah, well, that's tough. I don't really know. I don't know. I'm 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 staying out of this one. I don't really know. I'm not sure because I see I truly see both sides, you yes. know? Like before I'd be like this girl's being mean, but like she's got the right to say I don't want this attention from you, right. you know? Like if, if that was a if let's say there was a 230-year-olds and a guy kept showing up in her house <laughs> dropping off candy, like <laughs> Mhm. You know not what I mean? Not good. So like it I mean it's not the exact same situation, <laughs> but mm. I think it's, rules have to somewhat apply here if she's not interested. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but, but it does suck. But it's, on a five-year-old level, it's so hard because yeah, you're, yeah. you're so innocent and naive and just so sweet. And Right. Mm, well, maybe the two moms can get their heads together and figure out a way that they can all still be friends and be okay. Because even like so. – even if she says something to the mom and then like she's that the mom says something to the daughter, then is it awkward? Yeah, I know they would have to, you know, and, and like, does she feel a certain kind of way about rejecting men at that point? Right. I, mean, yeah. I don't know. I'll tell you what, man, there's so many ways to screw your kids up nowadays. <laughs> oh, trust me. It will happen. <laughs> oh, trust it's me. not this. It'll be, it'll be another one. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, listen, what do you do? Have anybody dealt with, with young heartbreak yet? 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. If you want to hop in on this conversation and mom, that will do it for you today. I love okay, you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. All right, let's get some good news going, and then we'll uh, do what made me laugh, and I'll say goodbye for today. Uh, We'll start actually in L.A. today because this story made me smile. It's uh, been 667 days in L.A. shelter. It's been a long time coming, you could say, but Melvin the dog has finally found his forever home. He's a black pit bull, and he spent nearly two years in the L.A. shelter before his family finally adopted him, giving the best birthday present ever because Melvin will soon celebrate his fourth birthday, and this time... He's going to be able to do it in his new home instead of in the shelter. Uh, the shelter, by the way, it was the SPA. Um, S, they call it now SPCA, I think. I think it used to be the ASPCA, but I think it's just the SPCA in L.A. said that um, his new family has years of large breed experience and will have two pit bull siblings to play with. But uh, despite several um, – trying on several social media platforms. Poor Melvin just couldn't get adopted. So yeah, after 667 days, they have an idea of why. Uh, They say Melvin's biggest challenge is finding a home. Maybe two things. Number one, color of his coat. Number two, his breed. Yeah, man, like I think it's so crazy. I don't have the stats pulled up with me, but the um, um, black dogs get adopted. It's such a lower rate than other dogs and pit bulls get a very 
get a bad name, which I, I, I've done animal adoption for years. And, and some of the sweetest dogs I've come across have been pit bulls. I know they can be trained to be bad dogs, but I will tell you, as someone that has worked with them for many, many years, they're some of the sweetest babies out there that just have such a bad rap. Kind of like, um, what was the one that used to be a bad one? Uh, the Rottweiler, you know, such a bad dog for a while, but now it's all about the um, pit bulls. So anyway, that being said, finally found a home, going to spend his birthday in a house. That's awesome. Uh, let's go over to Atlanta because obviously we haven't really talked about it a lot on the show. I've been talking about it on my social media a little bit, just about the craziness that all this Asian hate stuff is like, ugh, it's frustrating. Anyway, a crowdsourcing campaign and go fund me for the, um, it's for the sons of the single mom that was killed over in the Atlanta spa shooting brought in millions of dollars so far. Obviously, when you're listening to this, it, it could change. Uh, it was started by Randy Park, and he is the the son of the woman that was the, one of the women that was killed over in the um, in the Atlanta shooting spree. Um, it was to pay for him and his younger brother, right? It said that she's a single mother who dedicated her whole life to providing for her, my brother and I. It is only my brother and I in the United States. The rest of the families in South Korea are unable to come. And they were kind of like, oh my gosh, now what are we going to do? So the GoFundMe page as of right now, because let me see what we're up to. People just came together and we're now at $2.8 million. <laughs> All that's going to cover rent, food, and monthly bills. And that's, uh, that is going to go a long way. Uh, an update to the page he wrote, uh, thank you. I don't know what, uh, I don't know how any word I write here can convey how grateful and blessed I am to receive this much support. $2.8 million. So anyway, there you go. Uh, thank you. So, oh wait, no, no, we had to make me laugh talking about my mom and driving and like, my dad driving like when they get older it just gets a little more nerve-wracking and jerry seinfeld knows about old drivers i like old people i love to be around old people no really i think you can learn more from old people than any other kind of people but when they drive boy they make it last you know i guess they just enjoy it so much and you know what amazes me they get low in the seat have you ever noticed they get way down they get so Low. I think some of them take the seats out. They, way I'm not making this up. I know you know. You ever drive behind some guy? His head just reaches the window ledge. He's hanging in there, you know. He looks in the radio. Somehow by the stations, he can tell where he is. I don't know. How got bad eyesight. The car has a prescription windshield. That's a very thick piece of glass. And of course, the left turn signal on from when he left the house that morning. You know that in Florida, by the way, this is a legal turn. It's known as an eventual left. There's something always funny about Jerry Seinfeld. It's a terrible impression. Well, what's the deal? With all driver. <laughs> all right. I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening to our show today. You're really the best. You're, you're part of the, one of our coolest podcasts in the country. And it's not because of me or my mom. It's because of the people that listen to this podcast. So thank you for doing that. Glad to have you here. Have a great day. Back with a moment in Kramer history tomorrow. Goodbye. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. 
Love you forever.